We continue our off-season coverage of the LA Kings with a look at goalies that could be available in a trade with LA. That and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. 20-plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and, of course, a passionate L.A. Kings fan for the past 30 years. Coming up on today's show, we are going to continue our countdown to the NHL draft with another Kings draft feature. Who are the top five best and worst first-round picks in Kings history? But first, we all know the L.A. Kings are looking to add a goalie for this upcoming season, but... Exactly who that goalie will be is unknown. You everydayers know that we looked at the top unrestricted free agent goalies available to the Kings on a recent show. If you missed that, go back and check out our June 15th show. We talked about players like Tristan Jari, Aiden Hill, Laurent Brassois, and Jonas Corposalo, who, of course, was with the Kings last season. But what about the goalies that could be available through a trade? Some of these names we've talked about before, others we have not. First and foremost, if the Kings are looking for a true number one goalie, uh, does that mean Phoenix Copley will be the number two? Uh, it all depends. You have to look at teams, though, that have an established goalie who are either looking to rebuild or go through some sort of a culture change. So who exactly are those goalies? Well, let's start with a goalie that I personally would love to see the Kings try and get, and that would be UC Soros of the Nashville Predators. He's 28 years old. On the smaller side, 5'11", 180 pounds. He finished third in the Vesna Trophy voting as the league's top goalie season before last. He's quietly been one of the best goalies in the NHL over the past few seasons. Last year, he had a 33-23-7 and record with a 2.69 goals against average and a 9.19 save percentage. Soros does not have a no-trade clause. He is signed at $5 million per year for the next two seasons. Now, there were reports that Kings and Predators had discussions about UC Soros before the trade deadline last year. That was before the Kings decided to kind of kill two birds with one stone get the defenseman they need and the goaltender and made the deal with the Columbus Blue Jackets for Vladislav Gavrikov and Jonas Korpisala. Now, the problem with those negotiations, those talks the Kings reportedly did have with Nashville about Soros was that they took place between Rob Blake and then general manager of the Predators, David Poyle. They have a new GM now in Barry Trotz. And is Trotz interested in talking about moving Soros the way Poyle was? We don't know if he is I think that he could be a great target for the LA Kings, but he also may be looking to put his own stamp on this team, talking about Barry Trotz and build around an established goalie for a team that did miss the playoffs last year, but not by much. So they're retooling, not rebuilding. Uh, Another goalie I think the Kings should be interested in uh, is a guy that is looking for an opportunity to show what he can do on a good team. And that's Kirill Velmelka of the Arizona Coyotes, another guy that the Kings reportedly were interested in last year. Uh, Again, I think this is a guy that could be a diamond in the rough. Last season, his record, not good on a bad team, 18, 24, and six. 
His number's not good, 3.43 goals against average, 899 save percentage. But again, he's a guy who is really looking for an opportunity to show what he can do in front of a good defense uh, and on a good team. I think he would also be uh, extremely motivated to play for a team that has playoff aspirations and be involved in games that actually matter on a night-to-night basis. Uh, Just, you know, in Arizona, never really had a chance. He's 27 years old, 6'4", 225 pounds. He signed at just $2.75 million for the next two seasons. Uh, Does not have a no-trade clause. So at that price, I think he he would be worth a risk. Um, A guy that every time I've watched him play against the Kings, he always really battles them hard. And it looks to be, again, better than the numbers he's put up in his career because of the situation he's been in. And again, at $2.75 million, um, that's a contract that you'd be willing to pay for a backup goalie if things don't work out and you have Phoenix Copley ready to take over the number one job. I think a guy like Kirill Vimelka would probably be in competition with Phoenix Copley for that number one job. Another goalie is another name that the Kings have reportedly had interested in, and that's Carter Hart from the Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers are finally looking to go into a full rebuild under a new general manager in Danny Briere. The Kings have already done business with Briere this offseason as part of that three-team deal for the Kings to clear cap space so they could re-sign Vladislav Gavrikov. They moved, of course, Cal Peterson and Sean Walker to Philadelphia. So again, there's already a relationship there. As for Carter Hart, he's six foot two, 180 pounds, just 24 years old. So he still has a lot of hockey in front of him if you're looking at somebody to be the solution now and into the future. Last season, his record, 22, 23, and 10, 2.94 goals against average, a 907 save percentage. Like Velmelka, a guy whose numbers aren't great, but also had to play behind a bad defense and a bad team. I think putting him on a good team uh, would certainly help those numbers. He is signed through this coming season at $3.97 million, which is not a bad number. Uh, he will be a UFA after this season. He does not have a no-trade clause. Thatcher Demko of the Vancouver Canucks, another goaltender that's been talked about uh, as far as coming to the LA Kings. He is a California kid. He's a San Diego native, and for some reason, it always seems like people want to tie that into him coming back to Southern California and joining the LA Kings. Now, he did miss most of last season due to injury, posted a 14-14-4 and record, 3.16 goals against the average, and a 901 save percentage. He's 6'4", 190 pounds, 27 years old. He is signed for the next three seasons at $5 million per season. Obviously, you have to make sure he's healthy, but he was healthy to play late in the year for the Canucks, who played better late in the year once Thatcher Demko returned. Uh, Thatcher Demko does not have a no-trade clause, so he is someone who would be available and eligible to be traded. Now, the Kings and Ducks don't do business too often, and frankly, I doubt that's going to change anytime soon, but Anaheim goalie John Gibson's name has come up as a possible goalie of interest for the Kings. Now, he's been good in the past, uh, but he's another netminder who's had numbers look awful because he's been playing uh, behind a terrible team. Uh, he's 29 years old, six foot two, 210 pounds. I think but the thing that makes him the most unattractive to me is that he signed at $6.4 million, uh, through the 2026-27 season. That is way too much and way too long for a goalie that's trending in the wrong direction. He also holds a 10-team modified no-trade clause. I would not be interested in John Gibson. Plus, there's something that doesn't feel right about a duck playing in goal for the Kings. Jacob Markstrom of the Calgary Flames is another interesting name that's out there. Now, going into last season, many people, including myself, thought he was the top goalie 
in the Pacific Division, but he ended up losing his starting job late in the year for a struggling Flames team that was trying to get in the playoffs. Uh, now they have a new general manager in Calgary with Craig Conroy running the team, and he could be looking to put his own stamp on the team and looking to see if he can ship Markstrom out. Now Markstrom's 33 years old, 6'6", 210 pounds. Uh, he is signed for the next three seasons at $6 million per season. Now he's been a top five goalie in the Vesna Trophy voting twice in his career, including runner-up to the league's top goalie award just the season before last. He ended up finishing second to the Rangers' Igor Shosturkin. So this is a guy that not long ago was playing some top-level uh, goaltending. Uh, obviously fell off last year for a team that was very disappointing. Not sure exactly what that's all about. Was it just a you know an aberration, or is it something where he's trending in the wrong direction? Now, he does have a full no-trade clause, so he has full control over whether he gets traded or not. Is he looking for a fresh start somewhere else, or would he like to be kind of part of the solution in Calgary as they rebuild and kind of be a major piece that the team builds around? That's a decision that uh, he will have to make, and we don't know. And finally, Connor Hellebach of the Winnipeg Jets is the biggest name among the goalies that could be available. Winnipeg is a team that made the playoffs last year, but they are looking for a culture change in Winnipeg by making some big moves. Uh, it looks like they could be leaning towards a rebuild and does an established goalie like Connor Hellebuck want to be in that situation? Likely not. So he may want to demand a trade out of Winnipeg as well. Uh, and Winnipeg, again, looking to retool, could get some pretty big pieces back in return. Now, Hellebuck is probably the most attractive goalie that could be available, but also is going to command uh, the most in return. And there's going to be a lot of other teams that, if he is available, will be looking to get him as well. Uh, he is the most expensive of the goalies at $6.16 million per season, but that's to be expected uh, when you're the top goalie that could be available out there. He's six foot four, 210 pounds, 30 years old. He has finished top four in the Vesna Trophy, uh, tro Vesna Trophy voting three times. He won the award as the league's top goalie four seasons ago. Uh, he is a workhorse. He and UC Saros in Nashville tied for the most games played by a goalie this past season, each with 64 games. Uh, as for Hellebuck, he posted a record of 37, 25, and 2 last year, 2.49 goals against average and a 9.16 save percentage. He is set to be an unrestricted free agent after next season. Now, if Connor Hellebeck is available again, uh, he's a big-time number one goalie that is going to make you better in net. But again, he's going to come at a bigger price, both as far as what you're going to pay him and what the Jets are going to expect from return. And there's going to be a lot of other goalies out there, a lot of other teams out there looking to get him as well. So I would be very surprised if the Kings could swing a deal for him, but he would be the biggest trade target of any team that's really looking to get a goaltender. Coming up, we're going to have some fun, I think, uh, and maybe uh, you'll learn something as well as we will count down, uh, as, we, as, we, as we count down to the 2023 NHL draft, we're going to discuss the top five best and worst LA Kings first round draft picks. That's here. On Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Today's episode of Lockdown LA Kings brought to you by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you get is the, is the right fit the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check mark, and you will know the part is going to fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, 
Confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. They have over two, uh, 122 million parts to choose from. You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, at the right price on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks to friend of the show, the King's Storian, Henry Azuian. Uh, he was a guest on our show not long ago. You should be following him on Twitter. Uh, if you are on Twitter, he is at King's Storian. And if you don't know, uh, every day he puts out a This Day in King's History tweet. And they are fun and informative. And today, he had a tweet that got me thinking. Because on this day, June the 20th, the LA Kings had two first-round picks in 2008. One of them turned out great. The other, not so much. Uh, we're going to get into both of those players. Uh, Drew Doughty was the first pick, uh, 13th overall. Uh, and then the other pick uh, was defenseman Colton Tubert. Uh, again, one worked out, one didn't. So it got me thinking, uh, what are the top five best and worst first round draft picks in Kings history? And we're going to go back to 1979 because that was when the current form of the NHL draft took place. The NHL entry draft uh, was formed in 1979. So we're going to start with that year. So let's start with the worst, uh, the top five worst first round picks in Kings history. And believe it or not, for some of you Kings fans that have been around for a long time, Aki Berg is not on this list. I hope you got a kick out of that name because that's one that always uh, makes me laugh. Uh, but number five on our list of the worst first round picks for the LA Kings is left winger Craig Duncanson. Uh, he was the Kings first round pick ninth overall in 1985. He played left wing and he played 38 NHL games in his career, 26 of them in LA. He finished with a grand total of five goals and nine points. At number four of the worst first round picks in Kings history is center Dan Gratton. He is also a Kings first round pick in the same draft as Craig Duncanson, 1985. He and Duncanson went back to back with the ninth and 10th picks in the first round. Gratton had even less success than Duncanson with seven career NHL games, all in LA. Uh, he had one goal for one point in his career. So combined the Kings two first round picks in the 1985 draft totaled 45 games played with six goals and 10 points. Now, the good news for the Kings is that they actually didn't miss out on much by tanking Duncanson and Grattan because if you look at the picks taken after them, it's not much there. So that's the good news. But uh, boy, 1985, not a great year for the LA Kings. Their two first-round picks, numbers 9 and 10 overall, both turned out to be um, duds, to put it mildly. The number three worst first-round pick in L.A. Kings history is left-winger Jens Carlson. Uh, he was taken in the first round of the 2001 draft by the Kings, 18th overall, never played a single NHL game for the Kings or anyone else. Now, the good news is, again, the Kings didn't miss out on much because after he was taken at number 18, no players of note were selected either. That said, never a good sign when your first-round pick never plays a game in your organization. Now, I don't know the circumstances surrounding that happening. It is rare 
Um, he never came over to play in North America, never played in the ECHL or the AHL or anything like that. He's from Sweden and he played all of his professional career over in Europe. So maybe it was just a fact that this was a, a kid that never really wanted to leave uh, his home area and uh, so never tried to play in the greatest league in the world, the NHL. At number two, the number two worst first-round pick in LA Kings history is right-winger Lori Tukunen. Uh, he was the 11th overall pick in 2004. Now, he played five NHL games, all for the Kings, but never recorded a point. Uh, the native of Finland played most of his career in Europe. Now, the Kings, looking at some players they could have had in place of Laurie Tukkanen, they could have taken another forward, Travis Zajac. Uh, he was taken nine picks later. He ended up playing over 1,000 NHL games. So, again, Laurie Tukkanen, the second-worst first-round pick in L.A. Kings history. And number one, the man taken after Drew Doughty, defenseman Colton Tubert, in my humble opinion, the worst first-round pick in the history of the Los Angeles Kings. Now, he did end up playing 24 games in the NHL, all with the Kings, but Tubert is on this list probably more for another player that the Kings could have had in his place. Just two picks after Colton Tubert, the Ottawa Senators selected Eric Carlson, future Hall of Fame defenseman who is going to win the Norris Trophy this season as the league's top defenseman. Now, can you imagine if the LA Kings would have selected with their two first round picks in that draft, 2008, Drew Doughty and Eric Carlson. Now, I don't know what the greatest list of two players picked in the same round are in NHL history, but I think that would have been up there. Two future Hall of Fame defensemen taken in the same year in the same first round. Uh, I, I may have to do, I'm curious to find out what is the greatest tandem of players ever selected in the same round of the uh, same first round of an NHL draft. I'll have to look into that. I don't know what that is. Um, but like I said, I got to believe if the Kings would have picked Dowdy and Eric Carlson, that's got to be top three, at least maybe number one, all time greatest tandem taken in the same first round. Uh, now, the question would be, if the Kings did have Drew Doughty and Eric Carlson, how long would they have coexisted um, having two number one you know, uh, defensemen like that? Would the Kings decide, you know what, we don't need two as great as it would be. Let's trade one of them and get something great in return to build in other areas. Possibly that would have been the case, but... Man, that would have been something. Uh, Drew Doughty and Eric Carlson taken in the same draft. It could have happened had the LA Kings decided instead of Colton Tubert that they would have taken Eric Carlson. That would have been amazing, to say the least. Uh, coming up, we need to tell you about the top five best first-round picks in LA Kings history. That's coming up right here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Also coming up tomorrow, be sure to check out Locked On's 2023 NHL Mock Draft Special. Uh, local hosts for Locked On NHL's channel have made their picks, and our hosts will break down every selection over a three-day mock draft event. Part one, covering the top 10 picks, will be available tomorrow morning for free on Locked On NHL, on YouTube, and your favorite podcast app.
All right, you've heard the worst. How about the best? The top five best LA Kings first round draft picks. And the Kings have done pretty well with their first round picks in recent years. Yes, the jury is still somewhat out on Quentin Byfield and Rasmus Kupari, although they are NHL players. We think Brant Clark is going to be special. And due to injury, we still don't know about Alex Turcotte. But look at the last nine first round picks for the LA Kings. And they've all turned out to be pretty solid players. Most of them with the Kings, but some with other teams. Gabe Velarde, Adrian Kempe, Tanner Pearson, Derek Forbert, Braden Shen, Drew Doughty, Thomas Hickey, Jonathan Bernier, Trevor Lewis, uh, and Andre Kopitar. Uh, you've at least heard of all those players. Uh, with the one exception uh, in that list, the aforementioned Colton Tubert would be the one big exception for the LA Kings. Um, but uh, let's get to the top five best first-round picks in LA Kings history. At number five, taken seventh overall in the 1988 draft by the Kings, left winger Martin Jelena. Now, you may be a bit thrown off by this one because Martin Jelena never played a second in an LA Kings uniform because on August 9th, 1988, he was a part of the, one of the biggest trades in NHL history as he was shipped off to the Edmonton Oilers with other players in exchange for Wayne Gretzky, the great one, coming to LA. Now, Jelena was never a star, but he was a solid NHL player for parts of 19 seasons, played 1,273 games for the Oilers, Nordique, Canucks, Hurricanes, Flames, Panthers, and Predators from 1988 to 2008. Scored 30 goals twice in his career, both times with the Vancouver Canucks, which is when I remember him best when I became a Kings fan in the uh, early to mid-90s. He was playing on the Canucks. Uh, finished his career with 309 goals and 660 career points. And remember, this is the top five first-round picks in Kings history, not the top five picks that went on to play for the LA Kings, just the best five players ever selected in the first round by the Kings. Unfortunately for the Kings, I guess, Martin Jelena never played for LA, but he was a part of getting Wayne Gretzky, so uh, an important piece for the LA Kings. At number four uh, would be the second overall pick in the 2008 draft. That would be defenseman Drew Doughty. And as you likely know, the LA Kings have never had the number one overall pick in the NHL entry draft. Now, the Kings have had the number two overall pick three times. Uh, the first time was 1981 when they took center Doug Smith. Now, he did play over 500 NHL games, but he was never an impact player at all. Uh, the second time the Kings had the number two overall pick was 1986. They took center Jimmy Carson. Like Martin Jelena, he was a part of the Wayne Gretzky trade as well. Uh, Carson was a bit of a shooting star, if you remember. 55 goals in the 1987-88 season for the Kings. He's only the second teenager in NHL history to score 50 or more goals. The other was Wayne Gretzky. Jimmy Carson did play over 600 games in the NHL, but he started fast and he kind of faded out. Um, so those were the other two second overall picks the Kings have had. The third was Drew Doughty. Uh, now this was after Tampa Bay decided to go with Steven Stankos with the number one overall pick, but Doughty was a great consolation prize for the Kings. He's gone on to be a two-time Stanley Cup winner. He's the franchise's all-time leader amongst defensemen in games played and scoring. Uh, he still anchors the Kings blue line, one of the greatest Kings in history, and he'll be a Hall of Famer one day. The fourth greatest first-round pick in Kings history is Drew Doughty. At number three on our list, top five all-time in the Kings uh, first-round picks, uh, that would be the man taken in the first round in 2003, 13th overall, Dustin Brown. He's played more games in Kings history 
than anyone. 1,296 captain the Kings to a pair of Stanley Cup titles, top 10 in franchise history and goals, assists, and points, and is number 23 now hanging in the rafters at crypto.com arena. One of the greatest Kings of all time and the number three best first round pick in Kings history, Dustin Brown. At number two, taken 11th overall in the 2005 draft, Anjay Kopitar. He will pass Dustin Brown for the most games played in Kings history this coming season with five more games played. He's top five in Kings history in goals, assists, and points. He should pass Marcel Dion to become the top assist man in Kings history coming up this season. He was a part of two Stanley Cup winners, has been the captain of the Kings in the past seven seasons, a Selkie Trophy winner as well. One of the greatest Kings of all time and will be in the Hockey Hall of Fame one day. The second best first-round pick in Kings history, Andre Kopitar. And number one on my list might be a surprise to some, but again, this is the list of the top five first-round picks by the Kings. But like Martin Jelena, this player did not play the majority of his career in L.A., but he's a Hockey Hall of Famer, played over 20 years in the NHL, was a four-time Stanley Cup winner. His rookie season in L.A., he set an NHL record that still stands today for most points and assists by a rookie defenseman in his first season, 76 points and 60 assists. He was selected fourth overall in the 1980 NHL draft. He is defenseman Larry Murphy. He won two Stanley Cups in Pittsburgh, two more in Detroit. Uh, his first four seasons in the NHL were with the Kings before he was traded to the Washington Capitals in the 1983-84 season for Brian Ingblom and Ken Houston. Uh, I'll, I'll have to ask somebody that's older than me. Why in the world the Kings traded Larry Murphy to the Capitals for those two guys? That was not one of the better trades in Kings history. But Larry Murphy is my best first-round pick in the history of the L.A. Kings. If you're wondering, where's Marcel Dion? Where's Rob Blake? Where's Jonathan Quick? Where's Luke Robitaille? Well, Marcel Dion was a first-round pick of the Detroit Red Wings. Rob Blake was a fourth-round pick. Jonathan Quick, a third-round pick. And Luke Robitaille, you probably know, a ninth round pick of the LA Kings. There's only seven rounds now. <laughs> they don't have nine rounds anymore. So uh, again, those are my top five uh, selections for the best first round picks in LA Kings history. We also had the worst top five as well. Do you agree or disagree with my list? Uh, we have a Friday fan feedback show where you can chime in and give your thoughts if you'd like. Uh, the email address is lockedoneddie at gmail.com. E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddie at gmail.com. Uh, you can always leave your comments below if you are watching on YouTube. And for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch every day, uh, we're still working on a special interview coming up for this week. Uh, we're likely going to have another Kings player feature. And of course, on Friday, we have our weekly Kings fan feedback show. Uh, thank you for joining me for this edition of Lockdown LA Kings. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you uh, maybe learned a little bit something today. Uh, hope it was a fun show for you. Thank you for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.